Dinner of the Lion by Aesop. The water was pure and the grass was green. Life was marvelous for the animals in the seven hills until the lion moved in and took over. He believed he was the smartest, the strongest, and the most beautiful of all animals. His long yellow mane rippled in the breeze like a flag announcing his greatness. Lion believed he could do whatever he liked, and he liked making others afraid. He insisted on being called his lordship. Even worse, he devoured two or three animals every day, creating great dread among them all. Sadly, they became so frightened that they could hardly eat. This infuriated his lordship because the quality of his meals slowly diminished. In the best of times, he could be called an extremely unpleasant creature. These were not the best of times. His lordship roared in fury and the sound echoed in the hills like nearby thunder. The animals, quaking in fear, held a meeting. They decided it would be easier to please the lion if only one animal were eaten a day. Then more animals might survive to see their children grow up. Weasel was sent to negotiate with his lordship. Your honor, he began, we fear for your health because the quality of your meals is poor. We suggest that instead of you hunting down two or three of us, we will bring you one plump, luscious, and extremely tender animal every day. You won't have to waste your time hunting. You're too great for such nonsense. His lordship, soaking up flattery like a sponge, agreed with an added threat. My meal must arrive on time, and you must bring it in with the honor that is due me, because I am great and deserve respect. If you disappoint me, I will eat all of you in a single day. Understood? Weasel retired from his lordship's presence, bowing in obedience. When Weasel reported back to the animals, they were torn between two feelings. It was better that only one of them got eaten every day. But if his lordship was not happy, they would all die. Only Hare saw the faulty logic. If he ate all of us, Hare explained, there would be no more food for his lordship. So he would die too. He can't be that ignorant. He simply enjoys threatening others with extreme but unlikely measures. The animals were not convinced. And so they lived in fear of angering his lordship. Each day they drew a name from a bowl to see who would be on the day's menu. Each one worried, thinking, tomorrow it may be my turn and I will never see my children again. Everyone worried, except Hare. Then one day, although it was his turn, he seemed as tranquil as a summer breeze. Don't worry about me, he told the others. I have a plan. Hare dashed to the river and jumped in. Then he rolled around on the riverbank until his whole body, except for his head, was covered with disgusting, smelly mud. Satisfied with the results, Hare strolled toward his lordship's den. When he was within about 100 feet, he began to run, and appearing out of breath, he threw himself at his lordship's feet. How dare you present me with a dirty mill, his lordship bellowed. Forgive me, O great his lordship, who is the greatest, Hare panted. I am not the dinner. Another lion stole the plump and delicious hair I was bringing you. He was bigger and stronger than you, and his yellow mane blew so beautifully in the breeze. Enraged, his lordship screamed in fury, I am the greatest, 
and no other lion is allowed in these hills. Show me that evil lion, and I will destroy him. Hare quickly led the way to the old well. He took your dinner and jumped into the well, Hare said, pretending to be frightened. The lordship looked into the well, and Hare peered over the edge at the same time. They saw the reflections of a lion and a neat, clean Hare's head. I will smash you, I will shatter you, I will crush you, because I am the great lion who owns these hills, shrieked his lordship. With that, he hurled himself into the well and was never seen again. The animals had quite a pleasant party that evening, and Hare lived to see his children, his grandchildren, and even his great-grandchildren grow up.